You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Age of Radio. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady. Live only on Netflix. Because it's sports talk with Cooper and Big Man. It's only a kick, a jump, a block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle, a run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it is time once again for Sports Talk with Cooper and Big Man. This is Big Man joining me again, as always, is my brother Cooper. Cooper, how you doing, brother? Doing good, man. Can't wait for this. This is going to be fun, dude. Yes, sir. It is AEW talk time, and we get to recap. The full gear pay-per-view. I've yes, been so many crazy this. things. I can't wait to talk about it. Yes, are you ready to just dive into it? Let's do it. So we're going to start off with the kickoff buy-in, however you want to call it for the uh, AEW. Hikaru Shida took, and Thunder Rosa took on Jamie Hayter and the native beast Nyla Rose with Vicky Guerrero. Nyla Rose would host up Thunder Rosa, but Rosa countered with a roll-up looking to make a quick end to things. Rosa, though, followed that up with a drop kick um, that was right on target. Sheeta tagged in, rushing in on oh, the running knee to Nyla. And Thunder Rosa and Sheeta tried to suplex Nyla Rose, but Nyla outpowered them. Nyla then double suplexed Thunder Rosa and Sheeta. Uh, Jamie Hayter tagged in and chopped away at Thunder Rosa. Uh, Hayter then overwhelmed Thunder Rosa with her power and stomped her with boots. Sheeta was back in and stopped uh, Jamie Hayter in her tracks with a roundhouse kick. Sheeta ran towards the ropes, but Nyla pulled them down, sending Sheeta crashing to the arena floor. <clears throat> Serena Deeb was shown watching from the front row seats. Nyla Rose and Jamie Hayter double-teamed Sheeta in the corner of the ring. They, to- they choke-slammed Sheeta. Uh, Hayter hit then a backbreaker on Sheeta for a near fall. Thunder Rosa got a hot tag and drove double knees into Nyla Rose and took Hayter off her feet with a shotgun drop, ch- drop kick. Sheeta and Thunder Rosa used an aerial assault on Hayter and Nyla outside the ring. Sheeta began to jaw Jack with Deeb, and then while Sheeta was distracted, Vicky rocked her with a kendo stick. Nyla Rose was looking for the beast bomb in the ring, but Sheeta countered with a jackknife pin and picked up the crucial victory for her team. Cooper. What a way to start off full gear, huh? Yeah, man. What a way to start it, dude. In, in AEW fashion, you get attacked. Right. Um, this is a good match, dude. It's always a good night when you have a tag team match starting the night with them. It's I don't know what it is. It just makes me feel good about the rest of the show. Right. 
It get, I don't know. It gets you, get you fired up for the rest of it. Of course, their tag team matches are always just high pace, high, quick moving over, and we're just like, oh my god, where do I, I stop? Know, even <laughs> you know, even the women's division is is starting to heat up over there, dude. Oh, it's, yeah. it's pretty cool. It's fantastic. I, I'm enjoying every minute of it. All right, so for the opening of the actual pay per view itself, we had Darby Allen with Sting taking on MJF. They traded offenses early in counters with some beautiful chain wrestling to start the match. Darby bridged out of a pin attempt from MGF and connected with a hurricanrana. MJF collided with a stiff lariat to Darby on the outside of the ring. MJF would turn his attention to jaw jack with a fan. Darby then sprinted into the ring and then back out like a missile at MJF. Darby attempted a coffin drop onto the apron, but uh, MJF would roll out of the way. MJF worked over Darby with backbreakers in the ring. <clears throat> Darby would then blast MJF with a stunner off the middle rope. Darby would then... Uh, not too far. Headbutt MJF in the jaw and climb back to the ropes for a coffin drop and MJL, MJF rolled before Darby could jump. MJF then grabbed Darby and powerbombed him right across his knee. MJF then thumbed Darby in the eye. MJF, uh, sorry, Darby then tried to rally back with a code red, but MJF would counter it with a powerbomb for a near fall. MJF also applied a sharpshooter, but Darby managed to escape it and chopped uh, MJF's injured knee. Darby would lock on a figure four, putting a great amount of pressure on MJF's knee. Darby then tried to suplex MJF off the top rope. I mean, sorry, off the apron, but MJF countered with a tombstone pal driver onto the ring apron. MJF was clutching his knee for uh, the hard landing. Uh, MJF tried to suplex Darby, but Darby was playing possum and rolled MJF in the cradle. Uh, they each countered with unique pinning predicaments. Uh, stood up and Darby would spike MJF with a code red for a near fall. And Darby took advantage in the shift with shift in momentum. And then Coffin dropped off the top rope onto MJF to the outside of the ring. Darby hit a second Coffin drop, this time inside the ring, but MJF raised his injured knee. Wardlow and Sean Spears walked out to interfere on MJF's behalf, but Singh appeared and hit the pinnacle members with his baseball bat. MJF grabbed Darby Allen's skateboard and rolled it across the mat to Darby. He ordered Darby to hit him with the skateboard so that Darby would get disqualified. Darby thought better of it. Ref Bryce Remsburg took the skateboard and passed it outside the ring. But as Bryce was distracted, MJF walloped Darby with a dynamite diamond ring. And then to add insult to injury, MJF pinned Darby with a side headlock. Yeah, just like MJF. Winning dirty and... And that's how he always does it, man. Yes, he does. Um, but that's typical fashion that we've gotten used to, to MJF. Um, yep. <laughs> like we said, he's one of the better heels in, in the wrestling promotions right now. and So it's not really too surprising to see. Uh, it just sucks because we know we both really like Darby. Yeah, so. it makes you wonder, though, like, like where is it going to put him in as far as, like, title contention and whatnot. But I did I did see that on, uh, on Dynamite, uh, CM Punk actually called because uh, uh, he was out there trying to call everybody out, and CM Punk came out and, and answered uh, the call. Answered the call. Hmm? MJF was a little, uh, little shocked there. I think so. probably. I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, <sighs> you know, the best in the world, as he likes to say, he is has uh, never too shy away from an open challenge. Yep. So. so. I'll give him credit for that. At least he doesn't shy away from challenges. No, he does not. AEW World Tag Team Title Match, baby. Are you ready? Let's get it. The Lucha Bros, of course, current champions, Penta El Zero Medio and Ray Phoenix with Al Alex Abrejantes in tow. 
uh, took on AAA World Tag Team Champions FTR, Cash Wheeler, and Dax Hardwood with, of course, uh, Tully Blanchard. Dax got all right in the face of Penta. Uh, they traded forearms and chops. Dax rolled up Penta for a near fall. Cash tagged in and squared off with Ray Phoenix. The Lucha Bros were trying to hit stereo thrust kicks on Cash, but Dax pulled his partner out of the out of the ring. FTR caught Ray Phoenix on the outside and threw him on Penta. Penta then fired up and fired back with a sling blade cl- uh, clothesline on FTR in the ring. Ray Phoenix used an assist cannonball splash, sending his brother Penta uh, crashing into FTR in, FTR in the corner. The Lucha Bros then applied stereo submission moves on FTR, but ref Rick Knox forced the illegal men out of the ring. Uh, let's see here. Cash tied Penta by a mask to the top or to the bottom rope. Then Dax stomped away at Penta until ref Knox untied the mask. Uh, Cash whipped out Penta with a nasty uppercut. I'm supposed to be wiped out. I read it wrong. My bad. Penta then finally made it to the corner so he can get a tag for Ray. Then Phoenix turned the tables on FTR. Ray then nailed FTR with a double cutter for various uh, for a very serious near fall on Dax. Uh, let's see here. Ray then walked the ropes and landed a kick to the side of uh, Dax's head. Dax shoved Ray Phoenix into Cash, who was holding the AE title. Uh, sorry, the AAA title belt. Uh, Cash clocked Ray, uh, but Phoenix weathered the storm and kicked out of Dax's pin. FTR were looking for the big rig when uh, Penta stopped them in their tracks with a thrust kick. Then Penta ran into the ropes, but Tully Blanchard grabbed Penta's ankle. Hardwood uh, rocked Penta with a punch as he turned around. Dax was putting the three amigos onto uh, Penta, but Penta halted Dax and used his own three amigos. Ray then shot off to the, shot off the top rope with a frog splash, but Dax would kick out just in time. The Lucha Bros were looking for the assisted Fear Factory, but uh, Cash interfered. FTR nearly impaled Phoenix with a stuffed pile driver, but Ray would kick out. Holy shit! Fans began to chant in the sold out arena. Cash and Dax put their Super Rana's masks on, Super Rana, Super Rana masks on, and Cash fresh but illegal man almost pinned Penta. With his feet on the ropes, but Ref Knox saw the illegal move. The Lucha Brothers finished off Cash with a stuffed pile driver and pinned him to retain their titles. Sometimes that's how it goes. You get a little too cocky, mm-hmm. and you get caught. Yes, sir. So, and uh, this was a good match all the way around, dude. Um, my hat's off to the Lucha Brothers. You know, they're, they're top, top, you know, tag team in uh, mm-hmm. the world. Uh, world of tag team wrestling so it was a good match yes sir it was definitely a great match and enjoyable one and I'm, I'm just i'm just glad that that totally didn't get so involved that it, it ruined the match right because that's what that's what always gets on my nerves is when somebody wins by cheating by cheating so you know like mjf yeah yeah all right so the 2021 men's world title title eliminated tournament final we had the american dragon brian danielson Versus God's Forsaken Champion, Miro. Are you ready? Let's get it. Danielson offered to shake Miro's hand before the match, and of course Miro refused. Miro's right quad was taped up. Brian kicked the quad of Miro. The American Dragon tried for another kick, but <clears throat> excuse me, uh, Miro blocked it and chucked Brian across the ring. Danielson came back with chops and kicks into Miro in the corner, or onto Miro in the corner. Uh, Miro uh, bull rushed Danielson into the corner, though. Miro followed that up with a shoulder tackle. Miro then dumped Danielson on the arena floor with an overhead suplex. 
Uh, Miro sent Danielson crashing hard into the steel barricade and then to the ring steps. Back inside the ring, though, Miro would suplex uh, Danielson twice using his brute strength, and Miro blasted Danielson with vicious body shots. Danielson connected with two running drop kicks. Uh, Miro fought back, though, with a Samoan drop. Miro then shoved Danielson to the steel post. Danielson would sit, uh, sat up on the arena floor, clutching his left shoulder. Uh, Danielson then collected his thoughts and shoved Miro's head into a post. Danielson uh, ran and jumped off the apron, his knee landing right on target on Miro. <clears throat> Danielson then knocked Miro into a loop with a shotgun drop kick. And then Danielson battered Miro's chest and back with roundhouse kicks. Uh, the American Dragon transitioned to a knee bar on Miro. Uh, Danielson then began to manipulate the ankle of Miro. Miro was in agony and almost tapped, but Miro managed to gut it out and use the deadlift gut wrench suplex on Danielson. Danielson grabbed a front face lock and drove his knees into Miro. Danielson then captured Miro's wrist and began to stomp Miro's head. Danielson charged at Miro, but Miro countered with a power bomb. Miro then stomped on Ryan uh, Brian's back, almost like Ryan for some reason, and attempted to lock in the game over submission. Miro locked in both hands and wrenched back. Danielson, though, had the adrenaline rush and power to the ropes, forcing the ref to break. Miro then stomped on Danielson's back, tenderizing it. He tried to lock on the game over again, but Danielson countered with a label lock. Miro then would escape and hammer on Brian with a ground and pound attack. Danielson caught Miro's elbows and locked in a triangle sleeper. Miro gouged though Brian's eyes. <clears throat> Danielson stood toe-to-toe -to -toe with Miro, trading forearms. Miro invited Danielson to kick him, and Danielson accepted. Miro then lifted Danielson onto the top turnbuckle, though Danielson used a hammer and anvil elbows and then DDT'd Miro off the top rope. Danielson applied a submission, but Miro was able to kick or get was knocked out from the well-placed DDT. And uh, ref Aubrey Edwards stopped the match. Danielson is now the new number one contender for the AEW World Championship. Yep, and he is already called out <clears throat> the champion. The champion, so yes. So this is going to get interesting. I wonder who we called out. We'll be telling you about it here in a little bit. <laughs> so next up, we had a fall count, Falls Count Anywhere match as Christian Cage and Jurassic Express, Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus, took on... Cooper's favorite click, the super click. Adam Cole. Oh, and really? And the really, bro. Yes. Really. Yes. Really. Yes. <clears throat> Are you ready? Let's go. Nick Jackson's mustache was dyed pinkish purple. I don't know why that mattered for anybody that needed to know, but it apparently was enough to be talked about. <laughs> Christian Cage and Jurassic Express were wearing blue jeans for this Falls Count Anywhere match. Luchasaurus used a moonsault off the apron onto the Bucks. In the ring, Christian Cage was going for the kill switch, but Cole managed to escape. Jungle Boy took down Cole with an arm drag and then a drop kick. The Bucks knocked down Jungle Boy with double lariats. And Adam Cole chucked a chair at Luchasaurus. <clears throat> Excuse me. Jungle Boy tossed the steel chair right back in the face of Adam Cole. Cole used a big-time knee, big knee strike on Jungle Boy. Christian, though, used a reverse DDT on Cole onto a steel chair. Nice. Luchasaurus then German suplexed both the Young Bucks at the same time. Cole smashed a trash can into Luchasaurus's head. Ooh. Jungle Boy would connect with two uh, Tope Suicidas onto Adam Cole. He tried for Tope Con Hero, but the Bucks were uh, swung a trash can at him. Outside the ring, Luchasaurus and Jungle Boy used a combination offense on Cole and dropped him right onto a steel chair. Jurassic Express pulled the table out from underneath the ring and set it up. Jungle Boy, though, and then Jungle Boy rammed Cole into the ring post, and then Cole bu was busted wide open. <clears throat> Let's see here. 
Christian Cage told Jungle Boy to sandwich Cole's head with a concerto, but the Bucks interfered just in time, saving Adam Cole. Jungle Boy used the step-up hurricanrana and smashed Adam Cole through a table. Uh, Nick, J- no Matt Jackson, sorry, connected with a high elbow drop on the Luchasaurus and planted him through another table. And Christian Cage climbed up and jumped off a balcony onto the Bucks. Yeah, okay, I almost read, I almost thought I was reading that wrong. <clears throat> Matt Jackson reversed a Irish whip and sent Christian into the ring steps. Adam Cole used a wheelbarrow suplex on Jungle Boy into the edge of the ring. Cole then pulled out a bag of thumbtacks from beneath the ring. The super click put the thumbtacks in Jungle Boy's mouth and super kicked him. Ow! No, thank you. Nope. Cole and the Bucks brought a ladder into the ring. Christian Cage surprised Nick with a swinging DDT onto the ladder. Luchasaurus ate a pump kick from Adam Cole. Cole tried to follow up with a uh, Panama Sunrise, but Luchasaurus planted him onto the ladder. Michael Nakazawa uh, passed a trash can to Matt uh, Jackson, and Matt hit Luchasaurus repeatedly with it. Matt super kicked Luchasaurus, and Luchasaurus kicked out after one count. Matt Jackson was retreating up the ramp, but Jungle Boy was waiting for him. Jungle Boy attempted to put on a snare trap, but Cole sprinted up and up the ramp to make the save for Matt. <clears throat> Matt uh, did a uh, stage dive onto Luchasaurus. Jungle Boy climbed the light, uh, lighting rig, but Cole kicked out uh, Jungle Boy's knee. Cole cl- climbed up and, stu- and stuck Jungle Boy with a Panama Sunrise, and uh, Jungle Boy managed to kick out. Adam Cole pulled out a thumbtack, out thumbtack knee pads for him and the Bucks. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I guess that's what it says. The super click hit the three-way BTE trigger on Luchasaurus. Uh, Jungle Boy broke up their pin attempt. Christian Cage speared Matt Jackson. Luchasaurus chokes out Adam Cole off the stage onto Nick Jackson. Luchasaurus followed that up with a shooting star press off the ramp onto Nick, Nakazawa, and Cutler. Uh, Jungle Boy grabbed a steel chair from Christian Cage. And Jungle Boy hit a concerto on Matt Jackson and pinned him. Woof! Yes, baby. That's what's up. <sighs> this is who I wanted to see win this match. Just because, mm-hmm. you know... I hate the super click. Yes. I don't really care for it. Um, but whatever. Thought you love the super click. No, I'm just kidding. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'm glad because uh, I, I really like, uh, of course, Jungle Express. And, of course, we both are Christian Cage fans. Of course, yeah. you, you are way more because you know his career better than I do. Oh, yeah. But I still always love the uh, leader of the Peep Nation. So Yes. Um, so I've always said, even when he was kind of a heel, I still like, yeah, but Christian, I still like you, but Christian does it good, dude. He's either, he's either a good baby face or a badass heel, dude. Yeah. He can, he does a very good job of playing. He can be really annoying too when he's heel. Yeah. I've noticed that. kind of a jerk and just arrogant and just. And I'm sitting there just like, like, stop, just be, be a baby face again. Just be a baby face. I like you better as a baby face. I like you. But I prefer you a babyface because you're just really pissing me off right now. <laughs> but yeah, it's great to see. Um, I can't wait to see him back in the title picture. Uh, maybe he can work on getting towards that TNT title at some point. Uh, hopefully, another crack at the AEW title. Yeah. Um, I think he. I think he kind of deserves because of how how his career's gone. At least one run with the AEW title. I can see him getting it for a little bit and then kind of just staying around the TNT title for a while after that. Uh, after that run. Unless, of course, they bring another singles title in at yeah. some point. We never know because they could, but we 
we're not going to assume anything. But there's always rumors about some t- title ro- roaming around with AEW. So right. we, who knows at this point? A title, a superstar, something. Always something. Of course, there was a superstar that was supposed to probably make his appearance that night uh, at Full Gear, but he's doing a movie right now instead. So, yep. Which is a shame because I, I was wondering how he was, what he was gonna. I'm wanting to know what he's gonna be. Is he gonna still be his kind of WWE character that he was? In a different form for AEW, or is he just going to be a new a re version, revamp version. of something? Or yeah. I don't know. It would have been nice, but I understand you, you're doing a movie. It's cool. I'm, yeah. I, he's not really one of those Hollywood type guys, though, so I don't see yeah, it so being it's, a. It's kind of cool to see him doing something different, you know. Yeah, and uh, I don't see it pulling him away. No, not at all. In the in uh, the likes of Rock or Cena, unless he becomes like Rob Zombie or, or something, then then True. maybe. But you know, because um, I mean, he does kind of have that. He he does kind of have them qualities about him. But yeah, you know, we'll see what happens. We will. All right. So next up, we have the American Nightmare, Cody Rhodes, with the Enforcer Arn Anderson, the Bastard Pac, taking on Andrade and Malachi Black. Are you ready? Let's do it, bro. So Rhodes and Pac kept tagging each other at the beginning of the match, apparently having a communication breakdown. Pac, uh, Pac uh, had a headlock on Andrade, but uh, Andrade then backed him into the corner. Malachi Black would tag in. Cody tagged himself in and got right into the face of Malachi. Uh, let's see here. Andrade then would tag in, and he and Cody traded punches in the ring on the ring apron. Uh, Jose, the assistant, grabbed Cody's boot. Andrade then chopped Cody, but Cody fired back with a power slam on Andrade. Pac used an aggressive bling tag to Cody. A blind tag. Sorry, I don't know why I thought I saw I that. <laughs> bling. bling. Bling tag. <laughs> the That's only fun. one with bling right now is MJF, honestly. That's something new. Some bling tag. Bling tag. Tag my ring. <laughs> yeah. Oh, anyways. I'm surprised MJF honestly doesn't go around and go kiss my ring. Right. <laughs> anyways. Back to the match. Malachi would ram uh, uh, into Pac. He held Pac and uh, tagged Andrade. Andrade then hammered Pac with his boots. Andrade asked for a tag, and Malachi slowly tagged slowly tagged him. Cody ta- uh, connected with a Cody cutter on Black. Cody attempted the Tiger Driver, but Black pushed out of it. Uh, Pac tagged in and took down both members of the opposition with a moonsault to the outside. Jose removed his jacket and bowed. Uh, oh, bowed up, sorry, bowed up, not bowed, to Arn Anderson. The enforcer began to clobber Jose with punches. Uh, Pac attempted the black arrow on black. Uh, that's a weird th- thing to say. But before he could execute it, Black pushed him off the top turnbuckle. Andrade sent Pac uh, throat first into the ring barricade. Ugh. <laughs> Malachi then rocked Pac with a roundhouse kick in the corner. Or with roundhouse kicks in the corner. There we go. Andrade suplex Pac into the turnbuckles. Followed that up with a split leg moonsault. Uh, let's see here. Pac was looking for a tag, but Cody was on the arena floor, still clearing the cobwebs from an earlier heel kick from Malachi. Andrade took advantage of the moment and nailed Pac with a uh, pendulum DDT onto the ring apron. Pac avoided a spinning heel kick from Black and dropped him with a thrust kick. Cody urged on Pac and Pac tagged Cody into the match. Cody took Andrade down hard with a reverse suplex off the top rope. And then Cody clotheslined Malachi onto the outside. Back in the ring, Andrade found himself in Cody's figure four. Pac tagged himself in, splashed Andrade with a 450 splash. 
Pocket tempted a springboard press onto Malachi Black on outside the ring, but Black pushed Cody into Pac's path. Malachi then kicked Cody in the face, sending him to the front row. Pac spiked Andrade with a poison uh, run, with a poison run and finished him off with a black arrow. After the bell, Cash Wheeler of FTR ran into the ring and kicked Pac's head. Yes. So, uh, good job winning the match. You get kicked in the face for it. Right? Congratulations, you won a match. Here's a boot to the back of the head or probably to the side of the head or, or the something. side of the head or something like that, yeah. Crazy. Um, well, it's kind of nice to see Cody get a somewhat upper hand on Malachi because Malachi's been owning him of late, so. Yeah, he definitely has, so. It's nice to see him get a win, too, because here lately he's been kind of, yeah. Yeah, not looking so great. And, uh, he's still kind of getting owned by Malachi a little bit, but at least now he's got a win to maybe kind of help clear the clear the cobwebs a little bit. Yeah, um, get his confidence up a little bit, and we'll see what happens in that one. All right, so next up we had the AEW Women's World Championship match. Champion Dr. Britt Baker, DMD, with Rebel and Jamie Hayter taking on Tay Conte. Are you ready? Let's get it. Baker used a quick roll-up as the match began, but Tay escaped that right away. And then they would shove one another. Tay grabbed uh, wrist control and tossed Baker around. Tay tried for a cross-arm breaker in the ropes, but Baker managed to escape. Excuse me. Britt then connected the fisherman's neck breaker onto Tay. Conte then rallied back with a flying knee to Baker's head. And Tay waffled Baker with three pump kicks in the corner. Uh, let's see here. Tay then connected with a crossbody press on Baker for a near fall. Tay tossed Baker overhead with a German suplex for another near fall. And then I went too far. There we go. Tay climbed the turnbuckles and Britt managed to kick out of Tay's ankle. Or kick out Tay's ankle. Sorry. Uh, Baker then used a curb stomp on the back of Tay's head. Ow. Uh, Baker then put on her surgical glove, but walked right into a stunner from Tay. Baker dropped Tay right on her head with an air raid crash on the apron. Bit, uh, Britt wanted to lock jaw, but Tay slid her hips and got closer to the ropes, preventing Britt from locking it in. Tay nailed Baker with a Tay KO, and in the last possible moment, Baker managed to kick out of the pin attempt. Tay found her mark with a pump kick, uh, then Tay spiked Baker with a gotch-style pile driver. Somehow, Baker managed to kick out again. Rebel distracted ref Paul Turner, and then Jamie Hayter hit Tay with a cheap shot. Bray Baker used the curb stamp, stomp on the ring, steel ring steps, and then Baker applied the lock job, but Tay managed to roll towards the rope and force the ref to break the hold. Tay knocked out or Tay knocked Baker outside the ring with a pump kick. Then Conti climbed to the top turnbuckle, moonsaulted Rebel and Jamie. Conti neutralized the champion next back in the ring. Tay pancaked Britt Baker with a DDT. But Britt would kick out. Tay put a hammerlock on Britt, but Britt cradled Tay and pinned her. I mean, so much you could say about this match. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, Britt Baker, she's on point, dude. Like, I don't know who's going to stop her because you kicked out of all that. Yeah. And you retained your title against somebody like, you know, Tay. Yeah, right. I mean, Tay Tay Conti's not no one to laugh at. Yeah, no, definitely not. And so that was very scary, dude. That's cool, dude. Right? It's going to be interesting to see who ends up uh, taking that title. But 
There could be someone on the horizon at some point after a 90-day clause gets done. Hmm. A uh, cousin of the rocks? Maybe. Just saying. be really hard to retain a title against someone of that stature. I would say so, too. So, uh, we'll have see. Have you been hearing some things? Maybe. Maybe I have. We'll see. Have you? Have you? We'll see, won't we? So, the best in the world, Sam Punk, taking on the Mad King, Eddie Kingston. Are you ready? Let's get it. I think you were waiting for this one. Oh, yeah. Kingston smashed Punk with a spinning back fist before the match began. Punk then sat up and flipped off Kingston. Mad King, Eddie Kingston, wrenched the ear of Pink outside the ring. Uh, Pink ate an exploder suplex by Kingston. Punk, the, the Did man- you say Pink? Did I say pink? You're saying pink, dude. My bad. Punk. Whoa, brother. Are you okay? He's pink. <laughs> He's a pinky. Wow, dude. Punk jumped off the middle rope and grounded Kingston and began <laughs> pounding in with hard shots. Kingston poked Punk in the eyes. <laughs> punk kicked Kingston in the jaw. Then Punk slammed Eddie's hand <laughs> on the steel steps. Kingston nailed Punk and busted his forehead open. Punk flew off the uh, apron onto Kingston. Punk connected uh, with two shoulder tackles, and then both men flipped off one another. The crowd was standing on their feet. Then Punk suplexed Kingston Guerrero style with three amigos. Angered Kingston suplexed Punk off the top, uh, off the turnbuckle. Punk and Kingston charged at one another and traded rapid-fire strikes. Kingston men- uh, motioned for the GTS, but as he turned around... Uh, I don't know what the hell... My eyes just tried to do to me, but I was not about to say Punk Rock Kingston when they go to sleep. The uh, fans were chanting, this is awesome. Punk ducked a spinning back fist from Kingston. Punk dropped brutal elbows off Kingston's head. He followed up with knees, cracked Kingston with the GTS, and pinned him. CM Punk offered to shake Kingston's hand, but he would decline and walk off in anger. Yeah, man, there's a lot of animosity between these two. Um, it was a good match, though. It was crazy, dude. I, we knew when they when they were gonna lock horns that it was gonna be something nuts, right? It was great, though. I was looking forward to this one, honestly, myself, because I just like seeing that he's taking on different Punk, taking on different um, style of wrestlers and all that. Because some of these guys, you're like, I've seen some of these guys, and I'm just like, how has WWE not gotten these guys? Yeah. Or, you know, at some point you probably know they were working for WWE. They were one of these, like, background characters. You know, we've heard, all seen the Sean Spears was the one that took the Sweet Chin music from Shawn Michaels. Yeah. Because he was Stan. And, he, and then, you know, because he, he wasn't, con, DX wasn't controversial. Yeah, and then, and then we see and, um, we see the M- MJF as a security guard. Yeah, MJF. MJF's been a security guard for him. So we know, they, we, they've been background characters, obviously, training to become that. But it's just like, how did they, they have the talent? Why didn't they get the yeah. shot? It's just really weird. Um yeah. You know, of course, we do see the former WWE guys that actually made it to the rosters. Of course, we're about to talk about Jericho. Hager, of course, was Jack Swagger. Um, someone like Sammy Guevara, I'm a little surprised. He's, even though he's an annoying little turd that I don't really care for, he's still talented. I can't he's deny that. He's very talented. It's, it's like, 
What the heck, man? So it's just like, how did he not make it up there? It's yeah. just really weird. Yeah, I, I remember when I first seen him when they when they brought AW out, and I thought this guy's retarded. I don't like him, like his his attitude and his swagger. But mm-hmm. after seeing what he can do in the ring, I'm kind of like, okay, I get it. I get it. I respect the talent. I still don't care for him, but yeah, <laughs> that's respect the talent. Um, you know, so it's just really odd to see, and it's kind of crazy. So like getting to see Punk face guys like this is just so refreshing. It is. It's very refreshing because, I mean, you know, we, we wouldn't see things like this elsewhere. No, we wouldn't. Definitely so, not. Uh, it, it's nice. All right. I mean, I, has Punk, I don't even think Punk's had a rematch with anybody yet, has he? Not really. No. Yeah, he's always faced someone new. It's mm-hmm. it's incredible, and I'm enjoying every minute of it. Uh, it's fantastic, and I can't wait to see what happens. It's just great. Um, it's not a rehash all the freaking time. Sometimes you got to kind of keep a storyline going, yes, but they don't keep a storyline going if they don't feel it's good enough to keep going. What I love about it is they keep the storyline going while someone's facing somebody else. You know what I mean? They they, they kind of interject the storyline inside the match or outside the match. Whatever the case is, it's not like it's not like in the other promotion where mm-hmm. They face each other every week until the pay-per-view, you know? Right. Yeah, yeah they kind of do whatever they need to do to keep the storyline interesting until the pay-per-view. Yeah. But they don't sit there and like, hey, uh, 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 back and forth. Uh, Who's tag- getting more in? Who's getting more in? with this person to face him this week. Yeah, or, uh, you know, we're going to trade wins to make it look like someone's going to have a momentum. Oh, we turned it around. Now they got momentum going into the paper. It's just like, come on, man. You don't need to do that. It's ridiculous. Let's get on with the show on that aspect. Right. And we're going to get on with our show now. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, we just need to kind of... <laughs> it's kind of refreshing. We're, it's we're, refreshing it's to be so able nice. to see some professional wrestling. You know what I mean? It's right. it's not just entertainment. It's Mm-hmm. It's more wrestling than it is anything. I love it. All right. All right. So, next up, we had the Minneapolis Street Fight as the Inner Circle, which featured the Demo God, Chris Jericho, Jake Hager, TNT Champion, Sammy Guevara, Santana, and Ortiz, taking on the Men of the Year, All Ego, Ethan Page, and Scorpio Sky, and American Top Team, Dan Lambert, Andre Arlovsky, and, of course, Junior Dos Santos. Sammy would take down Scorpio Sky with a corkscrew dropkick. Santana and Ortiz used double-team offense on Sky for a near fall. Andre and Hager traded shots, and Hager tried for a heel lock, but Andre uh, escaped Excuse me, and dumped Hager with a Samoan drop. Junior Dos Santos tagged in, as did Jericho, and Jericho was looking for a hockey fight. JDS power slammed Jericho and was happy with his handiwork. JDS that followed that up with a delayed vertex, vertical suplex, and then a standing moonsault for a near fall on Jericho. Lambert tagged in. Thinking Jericho was cooked, Lambert went to slap Jericho, but Jericho blocked it. Things broke down, and the inner circle cleared the ring of American Top Team and the Men of the Year. Jericho chased after Lambert to the outside, but Ethan Page smacked Jericho with a hockey stick. Hager jumped off the top turnbuckle onto a pile of humanity to the outside. Lambert found the steel pipe of a but he cowered away from Jericho. <laughs> the fans chanted Purple Rain after Jericho clocked Sky with the Prince logo-shaped metal sign. <laughs> That's freaking <laughs> hilarious. 
Uh, oh my goodness, I, I wasn't ready for that one. <laughs> the men of the year worked yeah, over Ortiz in the ring. Santana and Ortiz declared house on the men of the year. Santana and Ortiz applied stereo submissions to the men of the year. And Sammy fired off a spiral football at uh, Sky. Fired off a spiral football? Just say you threw a football at Sky's abdomen. Don't be weird in your writing. For the love of God. Andre splashed Ortiz in the corner. He picked up Ortiz and dropped him with a spine buster. Hager jumped back into the ring with a toaster. <laughs> nice. <laughs> the man of the year outnumbered Hager. Jericho came into Hager's aid with a water ski. <laughs> <laughs> what? What? This is fun. Uh, Sammy then splashed Sky with a senton on Tomico. Oh, my goodness. JDS climbed the top turnbuckle, but Santana and Ortiz met him up there. Santana and Ortiz suplexed JD, uh, JDS into the ring. Sammy climbed to the la- climbed a ladder and dropped the senton onto Scorpio Sky. Ethan Page got into the face of Jake Hager's wife, who was sitting ringside. That's not a smart move at all. Yeah. Baron Von Roschke was ringside, too. Who the hell is that? Five, seven, pro- I don't know. Some athlete, probably. I guess. Put Page but into an iron wrestling. claw. Because they, what they've been doing lately, I know they said because I watched, I did watch The Falling Dynamite, mm-hmm. and they had Tony Nice in the crowd. Really? Yes, sir. So it, it could just be another wrestler in the crowd because they've been doing this, so yeah. we'll see what happens. We'll see. All right. Let's see here. So he got, so he, he put Paige in the Iron Claw. Lambert was alone in the ring. Jericho cornered him. Jericho was going for a line salt, but JDS would smack him from the outside of the ring. Uh, Dan Lambert grabbed Jericho and put him in the walls of Jericho, but Jericho would escape. Smack Lambert and JDS with shots from the kendo stick. Jericho took Lambert off his feet with a stapler below the belt. Ow! Oh. Jericho! That's not right! Oh, that hurts. Jericho then pinned Lambert after a frog splash. That is messed up! No! Stapler to the huevos. Oi! Bad. I love it, dude. Bad. This is awesome. Oh, good <laughs> job, Jericho. Yeah. I like how I did that. <laughs> and, and then to end it with a frog splash in oh. Eddie's honor. Uh, yeah, a lot of people were, were doing things that uh, his death was around this time, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah, that's why. Okay, I was... Like they I think did it's been a lot like of that. sixteen years or something like that. Some ridiculous amount of years. I still can't believe of his passing. It was just awful. Yeah, to say the least. Um, and of course he was one of my favorites. Oh, I know he was. And I, I never, I never if, was against. It. I just never liked the Dominic angle that him and Mysterio had to go through. <laughs> yeah, it was a little weird, dude. I was a little messed up. Even Dominic admitted he wasn't sure if he was going to end up going to stay with him. <laughs> because everybody kept asking him at school. And then he started questioning, like, oh, wait, I don't know. Do I have to go live with Eddie if you lose him? <laughs> Ray probably had to keep going, uh, son, I'm going to win. <laughs> so, no, you're not going to go live with Uncle Eddie. <laughs> Dang. Uh, it's still great though, isn't it? It was. It was just weird. It's just like, really? Do we really need to do this? But you know. But uh, other than that weirdness, I I appreciated Eddie and all that he did, and uh, <sighs> it's still kind of funny how you almost made Vicky cry. 
That's not funny, dude. Uh, it I mean, was, not it, funny in a bad way. It was a nice conversation. She, and yeah. she, in fact, if it wasn't for her, I don't think we'd still be doing this. True. Uh, because you know, she said to me, you know, keep your smile. That's one of the last things she said to me, and I, I uh, thought, well, the only time I'm smiling when I'm talking about wrestling or sports. So, yeah. well, let's do it. All right. Ah, so that's been great. Um, so here we go. So Tony Schiavone was on stage for a very special announcement. 20-year veteran and multi-time champion Jay Lethal was introduced to the crowd. Lethal said he found the forbidden door and he stepped through it and now he is all elite. He said, I heard there was an open challenge for the TNT title. So, Sammy, how about me and you this Wednesday at Dynamite? Asked Lethal. Sammy Guevara walked out with his title he had a face down with Jay Lethal. Sammy held up his title and said, you're on. Would you like to know how that ended? Not right now. <laughs> you can tell me later. Okay. Jeez. <sighs> I'm trying to not have a spoiler moment. we still got matches to talk about. <laughs> like an AEW Men's World Championship match. Oh, yes, baby. As the cleaner, Kenny Omega with Don Callis took on Adam Hangman Page. I don't care what they say. It's not Hangman Adam Page. It's Adam Hangman Page. Yes. Tell me I'm wrong. I'll smack the snot out of you. Here we go. They're calling him Hangman Adam Page. Though. That's kind of what... It's weird. That's his, That's what it is. It's dude. weird. That's what it is, it's though. It's weird. You have to call it like it is, bro. I will call it the way I'm going to call it. Yeah, Adam one. Hangman Page. It flows better. Say it with me. Adam Hangman Page. It does. Flows better. Hangman Adam Page just sounds wrong. Wrong. Hangman Adam Page. Wrong. Adam Hangman Page. Any boy. Anyways, let's get to some cowboy. Did you about to say any boy? (laughs) Anyways, let's get to some cowboy shit. (sighs) Yes, we got a lot of cowboy shit to talk about. So, Page blistered the chest of the champion with knife edge chops. Calislo grabbed Page's boot from the outside, and Omega would take advantage. Omega kicked Page, but Page would pull himself over the top rope and down onto the champ. Omega targeted the spine of Page, but Page reversed a suplex outside the ring. <clears throat> Page connected with big-time crossbody press on Omega for a near fall. Then Omega thumbed Page in the eyes. Imagine that. Kenny Omega being a little baby bow. It almost ruined the match with a freaking thumb to the eye. Page would regroup and hammer Omega with heavy shots. Kenny then took down the challenger with a hurricane, sending Page to the floor. Omega crashed onto Page with a Terminator dive. Page blocked a moonsault from Omega by raising his knees. Hangman tossed Omega with a fallaway slam. Then Omega rolled outside of the ring and Page wasted no time with a Topa Suicida. Uh, Page then didn't give Omega any time to rest, hitting a moonsault from the ring post onto Omega. Omega disoriented the challenger with palm strikes and then a springboard Liger bomb. Uh, Omega hit Page with a snapdragon suplex. Omega then nailed Page with a snapdragon suplex <laughs> on the ring apron. How about that? I'll see your snapdragon suplex and raise you one onto the ring apron. How about that? Boy. He would then follow that up with a V-trigger. Page, though, would escape the one-winged angel from Omega, but then Omega spiked Page with a Tiger Drive 98. Not sure what the hell that's supposed to be, but okay. The fans chanted, let's go, Hangman, and Omega began to bite at the laceration of Adam Page's head. He bit him? What the? 
I'm sorry. I didn't know you turned into Mike Tyson. <laughs> what the hell? Kenny then climbed to the top turnbuckle, but Paige shoved him and began to bike it. <laughs> Is this an anything you can do? I can do better. Yep. <laughs> oh, Paige Omega flying to the mat with an avalanche blockbuster for a near fall. Paige jumped off the steel post and met Omega with a flying lariat, smashing Omega through the timekeeper table. Adam Page was looking for a buckshot lariat, but Omega would collapse. Instead, Page went for a V-trigger, but Omega dodged it. Uh, Page then transitioned to a buckshot lariat, but Omega pulled ref Paul Turner into the line of fire. Don Callis jumped into the ring with the AEW world title, but Hangman ducked the belt shot. Uh, Page then had Omega in his clutches when ref Aubrey Everett sprinted down. Omega kicked out at the two count. Of course he did. Omega was knocked onto his knees after V-triggers. Then Omega went for another V-trigger, but Paige caught Omega with a rolling elbow strike. Kenny Omega hit Paige with a, uh, with Kawada shots. Or kicks, sorry. Kawada. Sure. Paige flipped off Omega. <laughs> of course he did. And it turned Omega inside out with a lariat. The young bucks limped out to the ringside. Omega and Paige exchanged uh, backdrop drivers. Paige's buckshot lariat was countered by a V-trigger. Paige nailed... Uh, Omega with a one-winged angel, but Kenny would kick out. Page looked down at Matt Jackson, and Matt Jackson nodded at him. Page would finish off Omega with a buckshot lariat and pinned him. The Dark Order walked out onto the ring ramp to applaud their new champion. Page would invite them to the ring and gave him a group hug as your new AEW World Champion. About time, dude. About damn time. Thank you. God, this Kenny Omega title reign is over. I've been so... I was so excited to get Kenny Omega as the champion, but then when they turned him heel, it was like, what the... And then they made him go over to Impact and start doing all that shit, and I'm just like, what is this? It's weird. Is it weird that it doesn't feel good? Oh, right. It was getting to the point where it was narcissistic bullcrap, period in, period out. And there was like, so oh much that he had so many people getting involved with the matches. Don Callis constantly, and, you know, and the Bucks and everyone. I'm just like, dude, come on. I know. When I heard that the Bucks started coming down the ring, I'm like, and oh, then what's my up God. With, what's up with the whole Triple H facial hair look? Don't even get it me started. It looks retarded, Don't dude. even get me started on. I don't even want... Mm -mm. I don't get it. It looks weird. I mean, Kenny Omega looked just fine before he decided to do that. I don't know. He keeps it up. I'm going to just shave him bald. Because <laughs> he deserves it. It would look weird. Yeah. Especially he's got all that hair. Yeah, right? But finally, Paige is champ. That's what we've been waiting for. Yes. It took a weird, long, roundabout way for it to happen. But it finally happened, and we got what we originally wanted though we like i said we weren't too upset that jericho got it we kind of understood but still i kind of wanted to see the young guy get it and like i said on dynamite um daniel or ryan danielson sorry and he, he already he already called out the champion and and uh, he staked his claim for the aew world heavyweight championship all right. Of course, we're just lucky that uh, he didn't win earlier in the night and just uh, saw his way into a triple thing. <laughs> right? That was so funny because I saw that meme after he won, immediately hit. 
<laughs> when they said AEW World Title, and then there's him standing there, go AEW World Title Championship match, huh? Be ashamed if uh, it turned into a triple threat match. <laughs> I'm like, God, you guys are so mean. <laughs> but I kind of understand that. It really, it would have been cool. Yeah, but at the same time, it really didn't make sense. No, it didn't. Just like it didn't make sense at WrestleMania. No, it really didn't. Anyways, but it was funny. Um, <laughs> but uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to this. This is gonna be good. I really like, um, I really like Paige. Um, I do like uh, Brian Danielson. It's still weird to say it that way. Yeah, they're totally making him out to be the heel on this. Oh, they're going to, of course, and he does pretty good at the heel. I just hope he doesn't do the weird egotistical, narcissistic vegan heel <laughs> that he played. When he was last WWE, the time he was WWE champion, was, that was annoying. It was annoying and weird. I'm gonna have a natural belt. What the fuck is a natural belt? Leather is natural. That what are you talking looked, about? That thing looked ugly as hell. I was like, okay, I, I can deal with him being a heel. I've seen it done before, but an egotistical, narcissistic, vegan earth tree hugger? No! <laughs> no! Don't you, do that to me. went over the top with it, too, dude. I know. It was good, but so bad. It was yeah. so bad, it was pretty good. I can't believe people actually like that title, dude. Oh, my God. I'm like, what? I'm like, what are you going to use that for, Kindling? Right? <laughs> I'm going to have a bonfire with that title. Jeez. I was so glad when they gave Kingston the win. <laughs> and they brought back the old title. Yeah. I was just like, thank God. Oh, Kofi needed that. And <laughs> they brought back and I was just like, thank you, Jesus. Here we go. Back to normalcy with that title belt. It is gross. WWE, you have some stupid ideas. That's close to the top of stupid. Anyway, so I'm looking forward to this um, rivalry. Hopefully it's, um, it takes a couple attempts. I wouldn't like, this is one of those times where I wouldn't mind a couple of matches. Like yes, when yes. it comes to the title, I wouldn't mind this one because we all know if you, if you know, Bri- Daniel Bryan or Brian Danielson, Brian or however, you know, what he said, you know, what he said though, on Dynamite, he goes, <laughs> I wish it was Kenny Omega. Everybody wishes it was Kenny Omega because they want to be the ones that beats Kenny Omega because he was uh, stupid but recently. He, but, I mean, Kenny Omega is one of the best of the best. So. Oh, I don't get me wrong. But, but it's like... I, I still like I, what I we're getting. I do believe that, you know, Adam Hangman Page... is very talented. As you put He's uh, very talented. He He's worth it, dude. And I think he should have been the champion from the get-go, but... Right, but like we said, we understood. Yep. Give it a prestigious name to be on with Jericho. Because we really didn't think that's how it was actually going to happen. Because we swore up and down we thought Cody was going to end up with it somehow. Oh, yeah. But I'll give Cody credit. He didn't do it. He really could have. Yeah, and I And I wouldn't have been surprised. Tony Khan probably would have let him. I don't think Tony would have said no. Yeah. But he put he didn't be all egotistical and be like, oh, yeah, I'm going to be the champion first. But he's like, nah, let's put it on somebody and we'll put it on Jericho, get it some prestige. Not a bad move. I think uh, my problem was is Jer- all, Jericho's run kind of went 
a little too long. You look, you look at the people that have held the title so far. It's not a bad little run there, dude. It's been held by two people. Three. Who held it the other time? John Moxley. Moxley. Oh, that's right. I'm Mark. Kenny beat Moxley. That's right. I forgot about that. My bad. I forgot about it. Moxley was. His title reign was short, though. Compared, he had a short run. That's why I forgot. Yeah, but still, I mean, it's it was a, too it's short. Good, uh, it was too short. It's a good friggin'. Yeah, it's 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 great. Three it's names got prestige on it now. So, and I hope I hope Pages isn't as short as Moxley's was, yeah. or shorter. Because Moxley's wasn't very long at all. It wasn't. What, like maybe two, three months? Something like that. It was short. It was really short. I didn't like it. But everything going on with him. Uh, well, now, yeah. I, but he lost that title well before that. Yeah, I hope he's doing okay. And I can't wait to see him come back. And any any man that is is uh, man enough to come out and say, hey, I've got a, I got a problem. Got a problem. I'm going to go take care of it. I, I respect it wholeheartedly. So. Oh, yeah. And I can't wait for him to come back and whip Kenny's ass. Because he's going to. Oh, yes. Because that's just the way yeah, it's going to be. Yeah, I, I think right now Kenny Omega is probably going to take a break. Because he's been putting his body through, through some hell lately. So. Yeah, I'll give him that. He's definitely... He's made matches go longer than they probably should have gone. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's all because they... But I just don't like the way a lot of them ended. If they could have came out where he just... One fair and square or straight up, however you want that's to say what it. I, that's what I'm saying. Like, I wish you could have seen him when he was in New Japan, dude. Because when right. he was in New Japan, he that's how he would do it. He was like, Well, he, I got to see some of his matches pre title with him and Moxley going at him. And it was good, right? It was yeah. great. Those were great matches. But when he went to being heel, he just turned into a total yeah. douchebag, right? But uh, so if you're a heel, you're kind of a douchebag. So well, yeah. I mean, he played it good, but I'm just saying, like, uh, yeah. I mean, come on. You can kind of say that Roman Reigns is a bit douchey. <laughs> so <laughs> did you see that look when when he had the freaking crown on? All the memes about <laughs> when you all takes you and your cousin's zipper. <laughs> Right, I uh, was like, "What?" I was like, "Oh my god, that's too funny, dude!" Right. It's great. All right, man. So that was that was fun. Um, so we'll be back. Of course, we'll be back with WWE talk this Saturday as we preview, of course, Survivor Series. Yes, it's gonna this, be a good Survivor Series. I'm already pissed because we lost the other Mysterio on Raw. Yeah, I'm so mad. Yeah, but we'll see what happens. I don't like who they replaced him with. Why not? Because I don't like him. I don't even know who the hell that is. What? The the one they replaced Ray with. They replaced Ray now? Too? Yeah, they replaced Ray. Lashley I kind of understood, but then they replaced Ray because Lashley kicked Ray's butt on Monday night. Who did they replace him with? Well, what's his name? The guy that showed up and was disrespectful to Jeff Hardy. Uh... What's his name? The NXT guy? Yeah, the NXT guy. Whoever that freaking little loser is. I mean, he's a, he, he'll kick some ass, but I don't get it either when you got rid of uh, 
Dominic because he wasn't a freaking WWE champion. Right. Yeah, it's like um, Killian Cross. Yeah. No. No. The other one. The other one that just showed up. Shows. Hang on. I got this. 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 Got this. I'm an arrow. Austin Theory. Austin Theory. Yeah. Austin Theory sucks. Well. What the hell are they thinking? I don't know. But anyway, so yeah, there you go. So now he's on the team. What happened? Did did Ray get hurt or something? No, they had Bobby... Ray tried to confront Bobby Lashley and Bobby Lashley just destroyed him. Gotcha. And so Adam Pearce decided, well, since you got your ass handed to you by... The Almighty, we're gonna have you replaced now. <laughs> but you gonna replace him with him, dude? Don't ask me. I'm not in charge of this crap. I wouldn't do it either. But it is what it is. You weren't really gonna be able to have Ray and Bobby Lashley on the team. It was gonna be a problem. Yeah. Otherwise, you make the Raw men's team look bad, and they weren't gonna make it look bad. So that's how they had to do it. And of course. At some point, the Mysterios are going to start fighting each it's other anyway. So bad. I'm going to laugh if the Mysterios come out and they ruin this match. They should. <laughs> Especially before they you know, have to start fighting each other. Yeah. Because that's coming. I'm not looking forward to that. Yeah, that'll be interesting. God, are they going to have Ray do a retirement match against his own son at WrestleMania? Oh, Lord, I hope not. That's where I think this is going. That would be horrible, dude. Taken out by your own son at WrestleMania. Right? No. They'll be like, oh, that's the way I want to go out. And be like, that's not the way the fans want you to go out, bro. No. That is not how the fans want you to go out. Not at all. Definitely not. All right. So, anyways, before this has gone one way too long. We got to stop <laughs> talking, kind of side talking while we're on the air still. Anyway, so then, of course, we'll be back Sunday with baseball, basketball talk. Um, we'll talk about the, um, po- uh, the uh, season awards. For MLB, that'll give us a little bit of baseball to talk about. And, of course, if anything major happens, um, there was one major signing in Major League Baseball's offseason so far, so we'll talk about that as well. Um, And the offseason awards, and then, of course, basketball talk, because we get to talk about how crappy the Lakers are some more. And it's fun. At least they came back and made it a game late. I'll give them that. They came came back and they made it a game against the I was too afraid to watch it. I was too. I didn't even bother. <laughs> second half. I'm like, I can't do it. Well, I watched a little bit of the second half. And I was technically listening to it while I was taking a shower, and then I was like, okay, I'm done. <laughs> I mean, as soon as I I heard the foul with five minutes to go, they were kind of stretching Lee. I'm like, okay, I'm done. So yeah. Anyways, so we got that, and then of course uh, we'll have more football talk because you know. It's football season, baby, and I'm just oh, glad yes. my team is on a bye week because I can't take another loss. <laughs> Holy crap. Hopefully we get our crap together by next next week. Anyway, so I'm looking forward to that. Um, so, yeah, that does it for us here at Sports Talk. And as always, keep, keep on, on talking, talking sports. sports. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, Quick strategic thinking is crucial, and with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. 
With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hey everyone, this is Big Man. This is Cooper. We hope you enjoyed our latest episode, but be sure to check us out on our social medias. On Facebook at Cooper Big Man. Our Facebook page, Sports Talk with Cooper and Big Man. On Twitter at Cooper underscore Big Man ST. On Instagram, also at Cooper Big underscore Big Man ST. At TikTok at sportstalk.cooper.bigman. Or you can email us at sportstalk with Cooper in Big Man. That's sportstalk, W-I-T, Cooper, the letter N, Big Man, and that's at gmail.com. Thank you for tuning in, and we love you guys for checking us out. Be sure to catch us on our next episode.